0: it's thunder chunky only in america you'll get a lanky streak of piss you know do you can't comic book
1: loving oh Oh yeah my favorite podcast is the sick and wrong podcast because it's a very good It's a funny, 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 funny show. Sick and Wrong Podcast is a wonderful podcast. It's a miraculous podcast. It's like the best podcast in the whole wide, wide,
2: wide world. Good evening, and welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. One of your hosts, T. Simon. And I'm your other host, Harrison. Harrison, I see that you've uh, recovered from the birthday festivities up in uh, the San Francisco Bay Area. I have. I have. There's some good times. It was good. You, uh, you ended up hanging out an extra day. I appreciate that. You yeah. were there for the week. It's,
3: it wasn't easy to move my flight, I'll tell you that much.
2: Yeah, no, you, you <laughs> seemed a bit harried by that. I'm, no pun intended. Uh, planning travel is very difficult for me, I like booking
3: flights and like, getting to the airport. and I'm, I'm just b- very bad at planning ahead in general. Like when they, whenever, like I I, check, I can't check it online because it asks me all these questions and it's like,
2: you know. Does it just frustrate you or do you get anxiety? I get anxiety. Or what, what
3: it? It's like, you know, will there be a two-year-old child on your lap during this flight? And I'm like, I want to say no, but it's like, I, I'm not psychic. Like a lot can happen <laughs> on the way to the fucking airport. Like, I don't know, you know?
2: So I, I noticed, like you, you were getting frustrated. You're like, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to figure this out. It was like mm. a Herculean task for you, but you managed to do it. <laughs> I, you did, did it. I did, it.
3: I did you, it. You
2: bumped it the next day, so you mm. got to meet my irritable bowel's sister.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, unfortunately, Wackerly didn't hang out that night, but Sleazy he did. Joe mm. Kelly. It was it was good times. Yeah,
3: did he come the next night at the party?
2: Yeah, he came over ah, to my yeah. sister's house mm. uh, the next night. It was mm. Pretty mellow, actually. It was it was mm. good to see everybody. We got pretty drunk, but uh, we didn't go out. Like yeah, uh, we went out when uh, you were there, so yeah, we, that yeah, was yeah. kind of nice. No. Uh, started the the night off early over at the uh, the Hemlock and the Tenderloin. Have, have you hung out in the Tenderloin many times? I don't know. I, I've been around all around San Francisco, walked all around, but I don't. I never knew where I was. You oh, know? So you don't know neighborhoods? No. Yeah, that, that's the thing. I think you get into. I mean, mm. I, I think once you you know, have experienced a city. More times you kind of realize which neighborhood you like to go out in. Yeah. I know uh, Sleazy E lives in the Tenderloin and doesn't leave the Tenderloin. So we just end up every... Mm. The same with my sister. My sister goes to the bar, the shitty bar across the street. Mm. And I think we ended up there, but we were already pretty wasted. yeah. Doing a lot of uh just subpar San Francisco cocaine.
3: <laughs> yeah. And and and
2: and uh, gawking at forty eight year old punk rock chicks. You know, but that's that's it. That's what mm. you have to choose from in that city. Mm. Like uh you know, you'll see I, I I know there are like hot tech girls that hang out at those yuppie bars, but we right. don't go to the yuppie bars. Yeah. So you're yeah. gonna go to like a punk rock bar and the only punk rockers that still live there are are girls that have rent control that have lived right. there since the nineties. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I'm not saying no. You know, they're not that attractive. I'm, I'm just
3: saying, I'm just saying, it's weird.
2: But you got to, uh, you got to meet the irritable bowel sister. Isn't she a bit of a spiteful drunk? Well, first of all, yes. Second of all, the two of you combine like
3: Voltron <laughs> into some kind of shrill Don Rickles Pokemon of pure evil.
2: Yeah. Yeah. She was having a field day with you. Yeah. I know yeah. Uh, you, you you spent a lot of time, a significant amount of time uh, chatting yep. with her. And I know mm. she, um, I know she mocked your hair. Yep. I know she mocked uh, your clothes, yep. um, your vape pen. Yep. Pretty much anything, anything uh, She probably yeah. called you uh, faggot At least 30 times A bunch of times Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like so- <laughs> It was like being in 7th grade All over again Yeah my sister The drunker she gets mm. The meaner she gets Yeah And, in Jer- and her mm. husband Jer Big mm-hmm. Jer Loves it Because it's like If someone else is around To be the punching bag Then it's like You know He's like Sweet I'm off the hook Right yeah He doesn't have to worry about it Actually they were
3: <laughs> The next day They were driving me to the airport <laughs> And that guy was just Flipping the fuck out on oh, driving. He gets road rage. Yeah, like yeah. road rage. Which yeah. is really funny because he's such a mellow kind of yeah, yeah. hippie dude. Smokes yeah. a
2: lot of weed. Yeah. Um, but as soon as he gets behind mm. the wheel, he's like, God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. They, they gave you a ride to the Oakland airport. Yeah. I think uh, the highlight of the night, though, was, uh, so we're, we're over there at the, I forget where it was. We went to the mission. We left the Tenderloin, actually. We went to the mission to, to see some band. It sounded a lot like the Melvins. Right, we were at the Elbow, room. elbow I told, room. I remember
3: telling my friend I was there, and he was just like, what the fuck are you doing in that place? I didn't even know like, that place know.
2: still existed. Mm. Like, I thought they were going to mm. tear it down and make it condos or something. Mm. But yeah, we were seeing this band that, I mean, they're good, but just very derivative. Sound sounds just like the Melvins. Um, mm. And then uh, some other band came on afterwards. We're hanging out, and then my sister's like, I'm bored. You're, you always drag me to see these stupid bands. Mm. And she's like, let's go to Jeff's bar. Yeah. So we ended up going to uh, my brother's bar. How, how did you like uh, the Castro?
3: Uh, I, I mean, I've been there before. Um, I've never been in one of the bars, so it was a little weird. I I mean, it's fine. It was a perfectly nice bar. Everyone's nice. Yeah, his know?
2: bar's not as. Uh, the only.
3: I mean, the only problem with those bars, is it's like they smell like it smells like crotch.
2: You know what I mean? <laughs> a little bit.
3: Like that's really the only.
2: My only complaint. You know. Did you I mean? use the bathroom there? I didn't. Yeah. No. no, no I know. I would have. I mean, I
3: don't give a shit. But I, you know.
2: I usually don't mm. at my brother's bar. But, you know, actually, now, now that it's been renovated, it's mm. not as bad as it used to be. It's kind of like a hip-looking neighborhood bar with, mm. like, dudes dancing on that bar and thongs. Mm. Now, that was That's kind of funny. Yeah. But did you get hit on at all? No, actually. Yeah, neither did I. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, I don't think people like, like, I, don't, I know people don't like guys that look like me there. Mm. But uh, Big Jer, he usually uh, he does fairly well. Yeah, yeah. he's got that cub look. No, yeah. I was all
3: ready to tell dudes that cosplay is not consent, you know? <laughs> um, but no, nobody was uh, nobody was taking the bait, you know? So. I'm
2: cosplaying as a neurotic mm. half-Jew. Mm. And, uh, yeah, mm. um, with depression issues, okay? Not consent. Quit touching me down there. Yes. Uh, my brother, uh, you know what my brother was telling me, though? is uh, I kind of felt bad about it. He was telling me the other day, so... Mm. Earlier that day, I went over to his house to go play video games. Yeah, because he has got all the new video games, and right. I never get to you know I'm not I'm not a big video game guy, but I like look you know seeing the games I've been played So he had a what was it game? It was called like the last one left or something. And then another one called Fallout Four. Right, you played that? Sure, I played yeah. both of those. It was good. It was called the Last Something, and it was like the Last zombies. of Us. The Last of Us. That's like what it was.
3: Fungi zombies. Yeah, fungi
2: zombies. Which yeah. was, that was kind of a fun game.
3: Yeah, I was playing that. But I mean, I would I would say it's fun. It's like it's yeah, I mean, it was, it was it's pretty depressing, but I mean, yeah, it it's, was it's kind good. of dark.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, my brother's got this. Like he, his. His his apartment's kind of gross Because you go in there And there's like The floor's sticky From like lube And mm. I, he smokes Like in every room and there's no windows Whoa. in his oh, apartment. Yeah, so it's kind of cool. like being inside of an ashtray. But anyway... That's he, like my old Brooklyn apartment. Yeah, it's, it's mm. disgusting. Mm. It's kind of gross. He's, he's really dirty, too. Man. But he's got his fucking TV mounted on the wall. It's like mm. a 55-inch like TV mounted on God the damn. wall. And it's a 3D TV. So he's like, where are the glasses? Check it out. And so we're sitting there watching the movie Up. <laughs> in 3 And I'm just like, this is surreal. Me and my brother yeah. just watching the movie Up. I was like... Why do you even... Like, 3D annoys me anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why yeah. do you want to watch movies? He says he only watches movies in 3D. That's he stupid. won't watch normal movies. That's stupid. It's got to be in 3D. Yeah, my brother likes mm. stuff like that. But anyway, uh, we, we start playing, like, uh, know, yeah, Fallout 4 or whatever. I'm hanging out. And he's got these new couches that he likes. He's got a, actually... He made a chair, a video game chair. He it, made a chair? Well, I think he just added, like, a, a, a beverage holder to oh, it. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, you could just Mm. sit there and just like, he's got like an ashtray on the side of his, Mm. you could just sit there and smoke and and drink and play video games in the chair. It's like a recliner.
3: It's like George Costanza's chair. That Yeah, very, very similar.
2: Mm. Um, Usually, like, I was actually kind of happy because he used Mm. to have these old, like, turquoise leather couches he got from some ex-junkie or something that he knows um, and our ex rent boy. And you'd have to go over there and like sit on these couches. You're like, this is just gross. Like, <laughs> I feel myself catching something contagious, yeah. but now you need new couches, So it wasn't yeah. that bad. But anyway, I was talking to him and he was telling me that he doesn't like working as much because the young bartenders at this place kind of bully him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not a laughing matter. I almost went up yeah. to the guys and I was yeah. like, mm. you know what? Lay off my brother. Mm. All right. Mm. He's old school. Mm. He can teach you young whippersnappers mm. a thing or two. Yeah. But it's a young man's game, these gay bars. Yeah, I mean, I would imagine it you is, know? you know? Well, you know, the thing is, it's like all these guys that are working there, like the, the one dude, the other bartender was mm. just, I think he was just wearing underwear. I don't think he was wearing anything right, else. Right, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's like and my brother doesn't, you know, he's not in that kind of Wait, shape. Wait, that was the guy dancing on the bar? Yeah, I think it? he was also okay. a bartender. Oh, okay. All and right. so those guys probably pull in mm. more money than my brother does. Yeah, yeah. But so, I mean, but does that, does that mean they, you know, can go rip on him like that? So I think um, what it is, is they mm-hmm. want like, they want to shifts and, and mm-hmm. they're ruthless. It's a ruthless thing. So anyway, I was like, I'll give you a what, you know, what for? Yeah. You know, But uh, he would point out the bully, you know, the, the ones that are being bullies. Yeah. So
3: You probably just would have just sort of made things worse.
2: Yeah, you know that yeah. I don't think you usually it's kind of like you know uh, like the parent going and like yeah. going up to the uh, the parent of the bully, right? Like knocking yeah. on the door, like your son, yeah. is bullying my. and Then the the son the next day at school beats the mm. fuck out of the kid because you know it's like God, your dad's a faggot mm. too. Mm. You know, it's like this is how it happens. Your dad sucks. Yeah, but hey, whatever. Um, it, <laughs> is, it was is a that good, something that happened. No, but I'm just okay. <laughs> yes, it did. It's not, okay, yeah, <laughs> a yeah. couple times. Yeah. Um, it was a good birthday though. I, I mean I bet fun. those
3: guys have some insults, you know. Yeah, I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. They're cutting. Yeah, like there's mm. there's the razor sharp wit. The acerbic wit of a, a young Scott Thompson maybe. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um I, I can't hang with that. Uh yeah, it was a good birthday all in all. It's Good times, it good times hanging out with everybody. Mm. Uh Sleazy E got me this ISIS coloring book. So? Yeah. Yeah, it's a true to life graphic comic book and I it's, it is graphic. There's a lot of beheadings in here. They're throwing dudes off of roofs. Yeah. On the you know, back, it's got a
3: cowboy hugging a uh, uh, mujahideen. I like this. Know? It
2: says, will the human race ever embrace real peace and real love for their neighbors? Just like ISIS does. Mm. Then, look at the Jewish kid. You know, they're gonna yeah they're going to behead that kid. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know how much they really love everybody. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's an nicest coloring book, so uh, that was probably one of the better gifts I received. There you go. But all in all, it was a good time. It was, it was good catching up with the family. Um, mm. Were you there when, uh, I think it I think it was at the elbow room, when I was talking to uh, Joe Kelly's friend about the labia? Mm,
3: no, I think I was like being harangued
2: by your sister in a corner. Oh, yeah, somewhere. I saw that in yeah. the corner. It looked yeah. like you were crying, actually, and my sister was just <laughs> saying something really mean and cackling. Yeah yeah I saw that and then she was like drinking my tears
3: you Yeah, know? no I'm yeah. sure yeah
2: you know metaphorically I think she was uh, mm. in, in, enjoying that um no I was talking to I was talking about I read some article I want to say it was on Broadly that new Vice thing it's like that new Vice offshoot or something yeah they, they do were talking, they do a
3: new offshoot every
2: fucking three weeks I can't keep track of it but yeah. they were talking about this Reddit debate that was going on about the color of girls labia uh Basically, it was just this misinformed debate about whether... Get your
3: fedoras. Get your fedoras out, guys. Whether a
2: woman's labia, the color of her labia, indicates her sexual experience. Mm. And so these guys, you know, these were viral threads. These guys who I'm... I would be willing to wager they've maybe seen one pair of labia in real life. Probably at a strip club. Most of the labia they've seen have been in porn videos uh they were saying they they sincerely sincerely stated their belief that the darker mm. the vagina the more dudes she's been pounded by. And so I was talking mm. about this with one of Joe Kelly's friends. He's like, "Oh yeah, that's true." He's like, "Haven't you ever been with girls I have like, you know, like really purple hanging mm. lips, you know, she's been with about 50 guys." And I was like, "Dude, are you out of your mind? Yeah, I don't think that's how science works." I <laughs> I don't think I think mm. it's like Physiologically, she has darker labia than mm. other girls. You know, guys, some guys have curved dicks. Some guys have micro penises. Some guys have like dark, mm. weird looking penis. I mean, it's a, it's a human body. Yeah. A lot yeah. of
3: variation. No. I mean, unless... No. I mean, you know, I used to have a G.I. Joe action figure that would change color in the sun. You know? But I don't... I've never seen a human be able to do that. So...
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, yeah. I don't think Zartan. it works like that. Zar, Zartan. Zartan, I remember yeah. that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was an evil dude, wasn't he? He was an evil Australian guy. What color did he, uh, did he tan or something? Like, what color it was he? Like, he shoes?
3: turned like like dark blue, like bluish gray. And I'm like, what is the
2: advantage of this? Well, you that's know? what that's what happens to a lot of labia. I see. They turn bluish gray. Hmm. Have you ever been with a girl that had just really weird, like noticeably weird labia? Yes. Like, you were a little bit like taken aback. You're like, well, that's odd looking but hey you know yeah pretty much that's i'm just that's gonna what ignore it,
3: it it looked it looked kind of like uh do you remember that guy um Nien, i think his name is Nien num he was like uh, he was like lando calrissian's co-pilot in
2: uh <laughs> for strikes, and, strikes and, back in return of the
3: jedi and wow, he's that, like man i don't know mine oh, no, 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 no. that's how we talk. he talk. He, her he, vagina looked like that her looked that, like that alien looks like him yeah those what the did the rest deck. of her do? I mean, like? I, didn't, I didn't. No, th- she was fine. You know what I mean? It was fine. And I didn't, you know, I didn't react in any way because you don't want to, you know what I mean? People Wait, are well, self-conscious enough. You don't want to.
2: All right, set the scene for me. You're, you're making out with this girl. And yeah, I'm, I'm assuming her face was, mm. didn't look like this alien guy. No. What was, was his name? Neem Nam?
3: I don't even know this. Um, anyway. I, well, I, I didn't remember his name. I just looked it up.
2: Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. I'm not right. that big of a fucking nerd. I was about nerd. to say, you know a lot about Star Wars. No,
3: I don't. Well, I, sadly, I do because I read all the stupid novels when I was 12. But, you know, <laughs> I, I try to forget as much as I can.
2: So anyway, were, were you were you going down there to give her some oral? And next yeah. thing you know, you look at her. And she, so had, like, she just
3: had like a Brazilian. She's like, oh, I had a Brazilian, you know. And were you just so like in like Orlando voice? Like, well, what do we
2: have here? <laughs> Oh this man, is Billy D. Williams. That's clearly like what I should have done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, were you just kind of taken aback, like, "Wow, this is you have a weird looking vagina." I was
3: just—I had never seen that before. You know, I'd never seen. I was like, "Huh." You know,
2: was it discolored? Uh,
3: it was kind of like the color of of um, you know, like a uh, normally you'd see it on a, on an African American girl. Let's just say, okay? well,
2: because she has darker skin, right, 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 yeah, but
3: she just this particular woman was not african-american um
2: and they were they were kind of like a lo- you know and they're kind of long Oh, so they're like external like like yeah, yeah, sort of yeah. hanging yeah want to say hanging that's not very uh it's not a very pleasant adjective it's like mm. it's they not were, complimentary it's yeah. like, so i don't know if they actually hung but they're protruding, protruding yeah protruding, protruding labia yeah because yeah. like some girls yeah. have kind of like you know very just internal it wasn't labia i mean
3: gets, to be honest it wasn't anything that was like oh you know it was just like oh that's Weird, I've never seen that before in my journeys. You know. So did um, you
2: continue, or were you just like, ah, I'm gonna go back upstairs? No, I, I just kept continued. You know. So, so that's the thing with guys. Mm. Like, I think, I think most people in a sexual situation, girls too. It's like if the guy has mm. a weird. I mean, if he has a micro penis, well, I don't know how much you can do with that. But if the guy has like mm. a weird curved dick, you probably would just go with it, and then maybe not hook up with him again. You know. And I assume the same thing. It's but like can't a, the curved dick spell good times? Well, right? sometimes, I, I mean, I, th- I think sometimes though, uh, you know, mm. I've, or, or uh, a very thin dick, like a pencil dick. I've heard okay. girls like hook up with a guy and he's got this like mm. total pencil dick and they're just like, yeah, you know, it just, it was just really unpleasant sex. And then it was done and mm. I just didn't talk to him again. Okay. It was just very unsatisfying. <sighs> yeah. I, I, you know, I'm, you know, thankfully I don't have that, but mm. yeah, I think it, I think that happens occasionally, but I think you just go, you don't freak mm. out you know, and scream and, no, and, no. and just in shock no. or it makes some kind of, and like... I
3: continued to, you know, see her after that, you know,
2: yeah. for a while. And, but I mean, the, the fact of the matter is, it's like, I, you know, I've had, uh, yeah, I've had sex with a few girls that had just weird labia. I one, mm-hmm. one girl had like her, her left labia was, significantly larger than the right. Hmm. And she was so self-conscious about it. She was saying she was going to go hmm. get surgery on it. Like you can get surgery to reshape your labia. Hmm. And she, Cause she was, she was attracted to women, but she wouldn't have sex with women because she was like, I'm just worried that they would judge my vagina. And I was like, well, well, what about, I was like, what about guys? Hmm. She's like, Oh, guys don't give a shit. Yeah,
3: I mean, symmetry is the standard for Western beauty.
2: Yeah, exactly. So, and then, you know, but I think yeah. guys like, you know, we're horny. It's, it's usually kind of dark, right. but at the same time, we're horny enough, like mm. we don't give a shit, we're just sticking our dick in whatever, yeah. you know, it's fine. I have
3: a feeling you have sex in like brightly lit rooms though. I don't know.
2: No. Okay. If, who has? You know what I do though? I have a sex light though. Like I have a light okay. that's like a dimly lit But light. you
3: always, the way you talk about sex, it's like everything can be seen. You know what I mean?
2: Well, I mean, I want to see your vagina I, wanna, I don't want to do it in pitch. Do you have sex in like pitch black? No, but I have. You know, Well, I will too, but yeah. I, I prefer to be able to see <laughs> I, you know, what I'm, what I'm yeah. having sex with. Yeah. Like Visually, it's stimulating. Yeah, I mean, I like, a, you know. I kind of do you know. that Woody Allen thing, though. Mm. It's like, you know, when the lamp's on, we're going to you know, have sex. Okay. Because that lamp's not usually on. Right. Unless we're having sex. Because it's kind of like it's mood lighting. It's like, it's a, you know, there's an ambiance with it. It's kind of like an amber looking. It's got like an amber light bulb in it you know Dude, yeah, all well, right. what do you I mean, do what do you do you have a lamp do you have a lava lamp or something i, I have a
3: virgin mary nightlight <clears throat> now that's that's weird that i got out of <laughs> <a> bodega
2: <laughs> that, that, yeah. that's your sex light you turn on the virgin mary a lot of women don't i mean i honestly
3: don't give a shit to be honest i don't generally care but, yeah, but a lot of do women you know don't like a fucking? lot of light in there you know what i mean a lot of women aren't into having a lot of light
2: I don't want like I don't want they like don't, a bright light like don't. the light in this room is too bright I don't want to be able to see they don't every want to see the cashmere
3: sweater draped over my back you know what I mean <laughs> well
2: and, I can understand that you yeah. know I don't want them mm. to see like all the gray hair in my nut sack mm. you know it's like I, but I mean that's I think it's like I, I put on like mood lighting or I'll like candles candles is usually fine like do you put candles on no, I don't have you, candles. You don't, put, you don't light a fucking candle? Where, where am I going to get candles? Just go to get a votive candle. I can barely can, fucking
3: a, live my life, let alone go out to buy candles
2: go somewhere. Go to fucking Ralph's and get a fucking Mexican Virgin, Virgin Mary candle. That's what I usually do. Like mm. The votive candles.
3: If I can get the, the uh, Santa Muerte candle, I'll get that. But <laughs> otherwise, I don't. I'm, I, you know what I mean? It's too much. I got enough to do in my life.
2: I can see that. But so anyway, uh, <laughs> going on here, moving on. There, um, so a lot of users, it was a viral thread because a lot of women are like, are you out of your fucking mind? Like you fucking idiots. Like you've obviously never seen a real vagina. Yeah, or if right. you have, you've seen one. Right. And it's, you know, I think a lot of people seem to be under the impression that, or a lot of men, misinformed men, seem to be under the impression that a female's anatomy changes drastically with every sexual experience she has. So, so the length and color of her labia is different for a girl who's had sex with like 50 guys versus a girl mm-hmm. who's had sex with four. <laughs> that's what they say yeah that's what they say that's what yeah. they say mm. um, but I mean that doesn't make any sense though because haven't you seen porn where a girl has a normal looking vagina and how many guys has she had sex with right you know, yeah no it doesn't there's no there's no science here no it, 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 it doesn't make any sense mm. um, but I mean there's, mm. some people have weird pussies some people don't but they mm. do say that during orgasm mm-hmm. the labia becomes engorged with blood which will make it appear larger and darker, but that's temporary. Right. Um, they say that during, uh, you know, girls that uh, gain weight, mm. you can gain weight your labia. So maybe that, maybe that makes. You ever, sense. you
3: ever been with a woman where it's like where she gets turned on, the clitoris like,
2: hello, like sticks,
3: oh, out, sticks just out, just like crazy town. You know, like an inch, just like.
2: Are, are you like having sex with like uh, bodybuilders, like female you know, bodybuilders? <laughs> no, just it's a, thing, a It's a thing that's a happened. You know. Well, it's kind of neat. It, but it's like, are you neat. saying sticks out like an inch, or like uh, maybe a little not an bit? inch, like uh, you know, like enough to be like, "Hey, look at that," you know? Yeah, yeah. I guess I've seen that before. before. Yeah, like, but I mean, it's you know, bear. I mean, tiny. It's it's, right. it's like I haven't actually seen her like have an erect clitoris mm. that, that I could be like, "Wow, I could probably jack that off." Yeah,
3: it's like, it's a remnant of the, uh, you know, the the hermaphrodite that we both came from in ancient times, according to that plato dialogue yeah i was about to say remember. was it plato
2: it said like yeah uh, people were used to be two sexes the, the, and- the
3: lady the lady the, the only plato dialogue that's like a oh no socrates is talking about a, a woman what's her face and she's telling the, like the story of love and the origin
2: of man and woman and she said that uh, pe- people had both sexes dietisha or some shit yeah and then it's split apart it's split apart yeah yeah Um, usually I don't think about that when I'm going down on a girl, but (laughs) although that's another thing, I kind of think about that a lot, to be honest, would would you be more weirded out by like, wow, she's got really crazy, colorful and hanging labia versus got her clitoris sticks out like two inches or would you be like, yeah, I'm going to compartmentalize that and just fuck it anyway. Two inches would be like, huh, that's, you know what I
3: mean? That would be like, oh, hmm. But yeah, I, what, I mean, you already got to that point. You just, you, what are you going
2: to do? Well, that's out? the thing. Are you, you know? just going to be ah, I can't do mm. this. Mm. Jesus. Like, I don't think I've ever, I can't, off the top of my head, I can't think of a sexual experience that I just was like, we must halt. Now nah, I'm stopping now. I, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think I've ever done that. I yeah. have had somewhere. I'm like, I'm just too drunk to do this. Oh, yeah, I've done that. Yeah, you know, we could do yeah, this yeah. tomorrow morning. Yeah, maybe. okay, yeah, that <laughs> but, I've done. But I've yeah. never done it, like, because of her, you know, physiologically, I was freaked out, mm. you know. Um, they say that uh, a lot of gynecologists have said, like, the reason this has become a big deal now is because because of porn. Mm. And uh, and uh, in porn, every girl's waxed. There's no hair. Whereas mm. back in the day, in the 70s, you know, in the 80s, you know, there's a lot of hair down there. So you never really noticed slavery before, <laughs> you know. But it's just normal skin and color variation, so there is no there there's no correlation between a, the amount of sex a girl has had versus what what her labia looks like. No, and it's just funny to me that people are still debating this. Like, this is something that like on Reddit. That's why I hate Reddit. Right? Because it's like really, it's just, are, you, are you gonna actually like have a, an argument with a bunch of fucking idiot like preteens?
3: But they've Reddit's given us some of our best creepy pastas. You know how can you? How there can is, you hate that? Yeah, that that is yeah. true. There's a
2: lot of creepy pasta that comes from Reddit. Then who was phone? <laughs> anyway, uh, people, this is episode 517 here. Of Sick and wrong. Um, we haven't done Fistful of Steel this month, so special episode of Fistful of Steel coming up next. Uh, Steel called in, and he's got some topical topical rants to discuss. So that's going to be coming up next. And after that, we got some phone calls. Uh, but first. Uh, We have a Valentine's Day message from Adamneep.com, courtesy of Harrison.
3: You can make this Valentine's Day one that you'll both never forget. With this amazing offer from adamandeve.com. Through Valentine's Day, you'll receive 50% off just about any item. Just go to adamandeve.com and you'll find over 18,000 adult entertainment products, including toys, lingerie, and a seemingly endless selection of adult DVDs. And there's more. With every order, you'll receive our romance kit free. Our romance kit includes a toy for him, a special massager for her, and a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus a free adult DVD to put you in the mood. And that's not all. Oh, no. We'll also throw in free shipping on your entire order. So check out AdamandEve.com today for this special Valentine's offer. Get 50% off one item, a free romance kit, and free shipping when you enter offer code DIDDLE, D-I-D-D-L-E. That's DIDDLE at AdamandEve.com.
4: That is absolute bull piss. Absolutely. My sperm was as potent as it got because I knocked up a broad who had a black baby. Absolutely. Well, I'm inciting violence then. Somebody bring me up on charges because that is horseshit. That motherfucker goes into my. This is my realm. Absolutely. I'm going back to the old school, back in the 50s and the 1940s when they used to use VD for venereal disease. Fuck the STDs, I still have VD. No fucking way. I don't buy it,
0: I don't believe it, and I think it's pure
4: fabric.
1: Steel.
2: Yo. What's going on there? How's the weekend?
0: Good so so far it's uh
2: saturday night do, do you so, have plans tonight are you going to a trump rally or anything like that a trump
0: rally? Do I look like a trump supporter
2: <laughs> do you do you, how many people do you know that are going to vote for trump
0: i know i know a whole bunch of people that are i mean i know a whole bunch of people that are trumping you know trump's campaign I think most most people, when they look at me, they think I'm more of a probably going to be voting for David Duke uh, (laughs) uh, from the things that I say. But, I mean, uh, I I haven't... uh, I'm a libertarian, so as much as I love Trump in terms of his uh, anti-political correctness shit, he's entertaining. I love... Shit that he says and how he's unapologetic for a lot of it, but in terms of the actual guarding of the Constitution and following libertarian, you know, liberty principles and less taxation and stuff, he doesn't really fit, you know, into that
2: at all. So I I can see him not fitting with your uh, ideology. The only thing I like about Trump, like right now, I'm kind of obviously I find Trump very amusing. I think if if he did pick sarah palin and his as his vp i might have to vote for him just because it would be hilarious
0: oh it'd be comical gold
2: i mean it would be uh it would be like you know it would be like funny and share but funny and, and not to mention it would be like the whole world would hate us it would be it'd be an interesting four years i don't think they would do two terms i think it would be four years but it would be hilarious Oh, it would, be, it would be entertaining as all shit.
0: I mean, I've already said this. I mean, I know this country's never going back to its libertarian, original libertarian like principles. I know we're far beyond that, and the only way to do that is to reset the button. And that ain't going to happen at this point. The cat's out of the bag, the horse has left the barn. It is what it is. It's only going to get. So, Is my only philosophy is because I know you're never going to get, you know, 400 some Ron Pauls in the you know, in Congress, plus a Ron Paul for a president. That ain't ever going to happen in this country. Nah. So I'm to the stage of the game where I don't give a shit who's in there. This fucking, this ship's going down. I just want to be entertained when I have a bourbon in my hand. So I don't give a shit what type of wacko gets in there. This country's fucked one way or the other. So just
2: entertain me during the election cycle, and that's all I ask for. Well, what I do find funny about Trump, though, and this is why I question anybody who's a supporter of him, is that guy is almost more racist than David Duke ever was. I mean, there's some of the things that Trump has said about, you know, about like Mexican people, uh, black people, just I mean, he, definitely, um, you know, Muslims. I mean, the, the guy yeah. like at his at his rallies, people are like, bomb the shit out of ISIS. You know, people are yelling <laughs> that. And Trump's just like, thumbs up, you know, you know. That that's well, I think, that's amusing.
0: I think he hits an honest nerve in this country. I think a lot of. I mean, I think for all the political correctness we try to lay down on this country, and actually, we this country and society and social networking and politicians and academia. I mean, they try to ba- basically strong arm and bully people into you know believing and accepting and being tolerant of everybody. When in fact, the truth of the matter is most people aren't People are intolerant to a lot of different levels and degrees all over the country. And I think he's tapped into that because that's basically where a lot of people lie on a lot of issues. They might, they might like this group, but not that group. And they may have good reasons for it. They may have horrible reasons or no reasons whatsoever. But I think that's human nature. And I think most of society have some of those shortcomings it was in us, and I think he's tapped into that. And that's why you're seeing his popularity, not to mention the fact that he's he's just so crass, and he just says shit. It just, it just doesn't care once it comes out of his mouth. And you don't you're used to that politician, you know, walking on eggshells, trying to beat around the bush, never really say what they mean, kind of being you know puppeteered into doing or saying whatever like they say. Like Hillary,
2: like Hillary Clinton, that's just kind of how she is. And that's it would be you know she'd she probably wouldn't accomplish much for the next four years she was president. She'd be you know fought tooth and nail by every by, by the Senate if it was controlled by Republicans. So she probably wouldn't pass much, but she wouldn't rock the boat. We wouldn't be hated abroad. You know, it wouldn't be uh, we wouldn't be making all the headlines. Whereas if Trump, you know, if Trump was president and his whole slogan is, you know, make America great again. I keep thinking it should be make America hated again like it was back with G.W. Bush.
0: Well, I mean, I think America, I mean, I think America's always hated by the rest of the world. I think they've been hated by the rest of the world since the Industrial Revolution, just because of the success of our economy and stuff, right after the Industrial Revolution, going from agriculture to industry. Well, I and, think I mean, it's I the think, arrogance,
2: too. You know, it's our, yeah, it's always, our attitude. I, we
0: certainly have an arrogance about, I mean, as a whole. I mean, the, 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 But, you know, part of that, the rest of the world's a little complicit in that, because, you know they have now other parts of the world and shit everywhere around the world now has their own TV channels and their own this and their own that and some of them control propaganda from outside sources but some of them don't and they still in most of these countries like I, I have a lot of people as you probably do too that are on Facebook that are from the UK and Scotland and Australia and all over the fucking world whereas I don't hardly know anything that happens in their countries except once in a while I mean I know something that happens over in the UK or Ireland or somewhere but, I don't, but they seem to know everything that goes on over here, even in our politics and our election cycle, I mean, they follow it as closely or more closely than we do. And I think they're kind of complaining. If they want to say that, you know, we're so arrogant over here and that we only care about ourselves and, you know, to our own horn, well, they're more interested in it than we are. So if, if they're the ones that are kind of lending, you know, their ear and their eyes to it to say, you know pay attention to it, so it's not I think they're kind of somewhat culpable in this themselves, for being so interested in what we do, and then we look like we're the fucking arrogant jackasses all over the world that only, you know that thinks America is the only thing on the planet
2: Well, I think part of it is, though I mean, obviously, you know, the media coming from America, it's like we you know, we're dominant with film and television and everything, and our shows are so popular all abroad, but I think part of it is like, England's fascinated by sensationalistic reporting and tablets and that's fucking what Trump is. Trump feeds right into it. I mean, I think they are, comp- you know, I, th- I think they find it hilarious. Like when I was over there talking to them about it in November, they they were, I mean, everywhere, every time I mentioned Trump, everyone would start laughing. Although they hadn't heard of Bernie Sanders, only a few people. See, that surprised me. Yeah, they I thought so too. I, I, I got a
0: lot of UK people that are, you know, uh, Supporters of Bernie, even though obviously they don't have a boat, but they've, you know, they post a lot of Bernie stuff like they're, you know, in support of them and would like to see this guy as America's next president. So, I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, we do broadcast. I mean, they pick up our shows and this and that, but that's not our fault that we have a media base and a movie industry and an entertainment is, it's industry just so that's worldwide. They don't have to watch our shit. They don't have to do any of that. But yet they do. They're pay such. they so interested in it. And yet the next breath, they'll talk about how arrogant and how awful of a people we are, which we probably are, especially if you're talking about me. I'm an awful human being as an individual. But, you know, I don't know if America... I think America gets a bad rap around the world for that in some regards when maybe sometimes it's deserved, but I think other times it's not.
2: So I, I just feel like Obama, you know, kind of helped uh you know lessen that uh, that 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 antagonism towards the u.s because like obama had this like image you know he's like you know what i want to make peace i want to you know and, and and then it's like now you got some guy like trump and they're just like oh great now we can make fun of america again and so i think you know, i think you- most of the english want trump to be elected that's yeah, my theory. Well, that
0: wouldn't surprise me either. I mean, I, I think Bernie Sanders is maybe closer to their political ideology. Oh, yeah. I think maybe from an entertainment standpoint, I think Trump would probably, because like you said, they, they've always been into tabloid journalism. They actually probably, you know, wrote the playbook on yellow journalism. <laughs> and so they love all that fucking uh, shit like that. So, yeah, Trump would definitely be uh, a nonstop. You know, comical entertainment for the four years he was in office. There's oh, no no yeah, definitely, and
2: I kind of agree with them on that. But well, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. So, steel, uh, it's another segment of Fistful of Steel here. You sent me. There's been a lot going on in the news. Uh, we want to hear your take, your your rants, your diatribes on current events, and you sent me a few things. Two rants here on Flint, Michigan, because there's the uh, the water crisis going on in Flint, and uh, the town. That uh, Steele and I uh, are from It was only like what Like 20 miles away from Flint 30 30 miles Yeah about 35 miles Yeah about a About a 35 or 40 minute drive North of Flint But we would go there on occasion To go to Nathan J's The Titty Bar Remember that?
0: Yeah Yeah it's still uh, Nathan Jay's is now owned by Deja Vu Oh And it's a little I think it's a little darlings But they're both You know Deja Vu is right across the street And then there was Nathan J's Across the street from that And then they bought up that And now it's one of their Little darlings out franchises.
2: I remember back in the day, they I think they had a VU there, and then there was Nathan Jay's, and there might have been one other one. I, I don't remember, but I remember driving over there, and that was about it with with Flint for me, except for that Michael Moore movie. I, I you don't go, you don't go to Flint like it was a place that white people didn't frequent.
0: Well, yeah, and a lot of black people never get out of Flint. I mean, the only time they do is maybe in the back of a hearse or in a body bag because it's usually in the FBI's top two or three most violent highest murder rates per capita in the country so uh there's a lot of violence a lot of issues there it's obviously fallen into urban blight over the last whatever you want to say 50 or 60 years so this this problem isn't all that surprising it's just uh you know you could probably see it coming and see it written on the wall 50 years ago from the way that fucking city was conducting its business but
2: yeah, well, it's a bureaucratic failing here. You get, you know, the, the governor of Michigan and uh, they, they, there's an emergency water situation. Basically, to make a long story short, they were they were piping in water from lake huron which is drinkable water all the way to flint but it costs too much money and flint is you know it's an impoverished city they have no budget we're like you know what let's cut corners here and just get the water from the flint river the diseased polluted flint river i think the water i don't even think it's brown i think it's like kind of this this like blackish red color it's disgusting and, yeah,
0: well, uh, yeah, I mean, that's what you get when you have Legionnaire's disease and E. <laughs> e. coli and water.
2: I mean, and so what happened is this water. they were thinking like, you know, in the meantime, we're going to build a new system to get like clean water in here, but it'll be fine, just like having people drink water from the Flint River. And uh, I, I think part of the reason is because you know, it, it's, it's not a wealthy city. I mean, I'd say, what 80 percent of the city's black.
0: Yeah, well, not only that, but they they don't have any tax base anymore because most of the people in the city are on you know the government dole. There's yeah, no, unemployment. there's nobody, you know, there's no production, and a lot of the plants, like the you know automotive plants, have closed there. There's still one big GM plant open, but a lot of the other you know auto industry uh, factories and whatnot have closed many many years ago. So yeah, there's not much of a tax base to draw from, and they're not bringing you know nobody's dying to open up their business in Flint, so they're not drawing any new business in. So it's been one of the typical stories of the Rust Belt cities in the Midwest part of America. Oh, it's
2: sad. It's tragic, too. You look at, like, the malls there, and they're just closed down. It's like a fossil, what it used to be. You know, and, and, and it's yeah, it's dangerous, you know, to, to be honest. And so what happened is like, uh, you know, all these school children were eating this, getting poisoned, lead poisoning, and Legionnaire's disease. And now all of a sudden, everyone's like, oh my God, look at, look at the injustice that's going on there. And like Cher sending bottles of water to Flint. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so anyway, you, uh, you have a couple of rants here about Flint. This one is called The Flint Rape Kit. Let me play it. I see
4: that Flint just received millions of dollars in federal grant money to process a decade's worth of untested rape kits great job Flint the same person you have in charge of testing your water must be in charge of testing your rape kits too now I don't know if testing these rape kits will help us bring any of your city's rapists to justice but maybe we can at least determine if your rapists have high levels of lead in their semen from drinking your city's shitty water hashtag clean up the water
2: hashtag stop poisoning Flint's rapists wow yeah so I didn't even know about the rape kits
0: yeah that's that's new that just came out a couple of days ago so Flint <laughs> keeps getting piled on by a bunch of shit but actually the news reported Like, after I I heard that reported on local radio that that Flint and Detroit and stuff had all these untested rape kits, I Googled it, and supposedly this was a problem all across the country. Like, there's all, I guess they just swab pussies and and take a sample of semen and grab a pubic hair off a fucking undergarment or something like that after a rape, but then nobody ever tests it to try to match it to see if any of that DNA is in the criminal justice system where they can maybe, you know, catch the perpetrator of the rape and lock them up. So there's all these untested rape kits all across the country. Obviously, uh, the, the ones reported around here are in Flint, Detroit, mainly, <laughs> but I was talking thousands and hundreds wow. of thousands of rape kits all over the fucking place. that they just, oh, we'll just swab out your pussy and take this fucking semen sample. Oh, just throw that
2: beaker and that fucking, you know, that Petri dish up on a shelf somewhere. We'll get around to it when we can. Now, what, what, what is this about? Is this just like the, uh, the city doesn't have enough money to uh, pay for a police force that, that is knowledgeable enough to test rape kits? Like, what do they do with no, the rape I mean, kits?
0: Well, my understanding, I mean, Flint obviously has cut a lot of their police force. They're down a lot of officers, like, you know, over the late years, they've had to cut their budget and, and a lot of the emergency personnel. But I always went under the impression that the rape, I didn't even think Flint had their own crime lab. I thought the rape kits were sent right to the state police, and the state police lab did it. Well, apparently... I must have missed the memo. I don't know. I think all they're doing is taking these kits and telling the chick, oh, yeah, we got all the evidence we need, and then they throw it in a fucking drawer in the back of a closet, and nobody even (laughs) knows it's fucking there. So I don't know if it's just incompetence. Or if it's just, you know, a lack it's just of a budget or proper... Yeah, yeah I, I, I don't know what it is, but I mean, it's it appears to be somewhat of an epidemic, not just here, but in Atlanta and Philadelphia, like all over the place. This is happening, and nobody's like... All of a sudden, 10 years later, people are going, hey, you know, I was just in that storage room there, and there's a bunch of rape kits back there, you know, all these cotton swabs with pussy juice and shit on them. <laughs> but are we supposed to be throwing those away? Are we supposed to test those? Or what are we doing with those? So I don't know. It just seems like... Just complete and utter incompetence, and just a clusterfuck.
2: Yeah, yeah, wow. I can well just you know pile on another problem for Flint. All right, you yeah. have another rant here um, about the Globe Trotters. I haven't thought about them in a while. So what the fuck's
4: this? I hear that the Harlem Globe Trotters won't do their famous water bucket skit when they play in Flint due to the city's ongoing water crisis. Arnold Globetrotters, who the fuck even knew the Globetrotters still existed? The last I knew, they perished in a plane crash on Gilligan's Island in 1981 on their way to play the Washington Generals. Anyway, you know that political correctness is completely run amok when a fake basketball team refuses to do one of its signature slapstick sketches. It's a fucking water bucket, for Christ's sake. It's not like they're doing their classic pulling their opponent's shorts down from behind skid in Happy Valley an hour after Jerry Sandusky was caught butt-fucking tweens in a Penn State shower not doing the water bucket skit in flint because flint has shitty water is basically a slap in the face to vaudeville acts the world over i don't recall the three stooges saying hey we're not gonna smack each other across the lips or yank on each other's noses after rodney king got the shit beat out of him by the lapd
2: (laughs) that's a great analogy there that's good that worked on so many levels so uh, (laughs) um Just, just for the, the fans who weren't familiar with the Globetrotters, uh, the Globetrotters were, were started like in the 70s. They're like a novelty basketball band with, uh, I don't know, were they X or basketball? No, novelty uh, basketball team. And there was the yeah. Globetrotters would always play the Washington Generals and yeah. they would get together and it was like they would just do tricks, basketball tricks. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was uh it was basically what you would call like an exhibition. I kind of relate it to professional wrestling. It was it was like a scripted uh basketball game like you would have in wrestling, you'd have like a scripted match. And and the the blow would always travel around their team, their opponent, they'd travel around the country. They didn't have like a home court, you know. They'd play at the Civic Center in Saginaw and the Palace in Detroit and you know, Chicago, LA, wherever. And they'd always bring their traveling team with them. That their opponent would always be the Washington Generals, <laughs> and the Generals like only won like one game in like ten years or so. They they let them win like one game every ten years. But yeah, it's a novelty act. They they're not they're all ex basketball players that are obviously very good at basketball, but not good enough to play in the NBA. But they're real good at doing like trick shit, like you know spinning like, the ball their fingers and, and doing you know. crazy
2: dunks and stuff like that. But what is this water bucket trick?
0: Well, the water bucket trick is a thing that I, I when I, I, I saw him live as a kid, as many people did, the <laughs> Globetrotters used to come around, like, almost every fucking
2: six months, it seemed like, Wait, wait, wait no. a second, where did you see them, in, like, Saginaw uh, or Flint? Yeah, Saginaw Civic Center, <laughs> in the uh, in the Wendler Arena,
0: where they used to have, you know, where, where D.O. and Iron Maiden, you know, Anytime they had a band or a good concert come through, it would always be in Wendler Arena at the Saginaw Civic Center, which is called the-
2: I think I saw Poison and Crew there actually. You probably did. I in saw Martin Crew there at one point for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah, late yeah, 80s, yeah. like 89 yeah, I
0: think. They had a real good, you know, it, it doesn't get so many acts like any real good acts now. They have a hockey team and stuff that play there. But they back back in the 80s. They used to get a lot of good, you know, you know, top-notch heavy metal bands that were like at the top of their game back then. Judas Priest played there. Oh, nice. Iron Maiden, um I mean, they used to get a deal. I mean, they had a real good draw of things. But I saw them there in the, if I remember right, the bucket. It's not like the ice bucket challenge, like the ALS thing, where they just dump <laughs> a bucket of water over your head. But they, I think they fill up a bunch of bu- water buckets and then they throw the water into the people in the front row of the crowd and soak them, or they soak. Maybe they sometimes they soak their opponent or something. They'll go sneak out a, a water bucket from behind the like scorers table and then come out and dump a, water, a bucket of water over an opponent's head. You know, and they did a lot of shit like that. They do a lot of. things. Things. Like I mentioned in that thing that pulled like uh, a guy would be shooting a free throw at a free throw line for the Washington Generals and then Geese Osby or, or um one of the fucking players on the uh, the Trotters back then would sneak up Deep and sharks down. <laughs>
5: yeah.
2: Exactly. Did uh did they spray the water in the crowd or like pour the bucket of water in the crowd like like a Gallagher show? Like do you have to bring yeah, a tarp? yeah. Well,
0: Yeah, that's basically what it was. Well, like some sort of, uh, like I said, they dump it over their opponent's head, or or take a whole bunch of buckets out and throw it in the first row of the crowd. Yeah, so you'd have to if you were in the first row of the crowd, you'd get wet like you would at a Gallagher show, except with water instead
2: of a watermelon. So if it was like in Flint, you'd probably contract some hideous disease. Yeah, and the reason, you know, the reason they stopped, they aren't going to do it when they play
0: Flint in the next week or so is because they thought it would offend people because they're going through this water issue, so they thought it would be rude to fill water buckets with shitty water with Legionnaire's disease and E. coli and AIDS and maybe even a fucking gold tooth from a dead body or whatever's in their fucking water over there, a lot of fucking shit they thought that it would be offensive to the crowd in Flint to be that insensitive to have it's a water for so the their water shitty water.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, I think at least they're being considerate here. That makes sense. I wonder yeah. who can afford to go see the Globetrotters in Flint.
0: Uh, no, I, I'm probably not too many people from Flint. They're probably
2: getting people from maybe the township and maybe Grand Blanc and Fenton and some of the driving areas. Yeah. yeah, driving in. All right, we got another one here, another rant here about um, Caitlyn Jenner. I assume you're a big fan of Caitlyn. Oh, I love him. I mean, her.
4: (laughs) Hey there, fuck faces. Look, if you recall, I took a lot of shit last summer. I don't know, I got a lot of heat for saying some off-color remark about the whole Bruce and Caitlyn Jenner situation. I don't know, I said something like, we all knew that Bruce Jenner landed the Wheaties box cover after he won the Olympic decathlon in 1976, but what we didn't know is that Caitlyn Jenner also had her own cereal box back then. It was called Frankenberry. (laughs) Anyway, I took a lot of shit from you assholes. I got a lot of heat for that, and for some reason, I must have pissed off a bunch of drag queens. I don't know what their problem is, but anyway, looking back... Maybe I shouldn't have said it. Maybe I was in the wrong. So I thought now would be a good time to apologize. And what better time to do that than now? After all, the E! Network has just announced that it has renewed a second season of I Am Kate, and I am so excited about this. Although, <clears throat> just between you and I, I still contend that I Am Kate is just a poor man's ripoff of the 1980 sitcom, bosom Buddies. But that's just between you and me. Anyway, I thought, let me take advantage of the situation and finally apologize to the crannies. And so I did it by writing an open, direct letter to Caitlyn Jenner herself. It goes a little something like this. Dear Caitlyn Jenner, Look, sweetie, you have been a Kardashian girl for about six months, so shouldn't you be dating a black guy or making a sex tape by now? Come on, Kate. If you're going to fully transition into being another one of those attention-whore-loving Kardashian broads, you need to land yourself a second-rate athlete, you know, preferably like another sixth-man award winner, or find yourself another shitty rapper. So, I won't recognize you as being a full-blown Kardashian girl until TMZ uncovers some grainy VHS tape that shows you getting your cock sucked by Roy Tarpley, DJ Jazzy Jeff, or better yet, how about the fat guy from the Sugar Hill Gang?
2: Anyway, thanks for your time, dollface. Love, Steel You know, I think the fat guy from the Sugar Hill Gang is dead, but... um You know, it's it's, it's still a good mental image.
0: Yeah, well, I don't do a lot of research ahead of time. I usually talk out of my ass. Half the people I probably bring up are dead,
2: or most people don't even know who the fuck I'm talking about. So, wait, does Caitlyn Jenner still have a dick?
0: Oh, yeah, I don't... She's pre-op, as far as I know. Because I imagine when she goes post-op, they'll have a whole episode build up for it, and they'll do the whole fucking... Uh, You know Reality show um, You know uh, Production So as far as I know Yeah I think it's just Right now She's just basically You know like a dude Dressed in drag I think is all she is At this point Like the guy from the uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show
2: (laughs) You know what I I don't watch A lot of TV Mainly because I don't have cable So I've never seen That I Am Cage show I actually didn't even know She was doing it Until recently I was reading something online And so I was watching Some teasers For the new season of I Am Kate. And basically that show is she just travels around in a bus with a bunch of other... Uh, tra- transvestites or transgenders and they're cruising around in this bus and they're just like talking and they're going to small towns, scaring the shit out of people. Um, there's a I, I one scene that just showed Caitlyn Jenner in a, in a small like cocktail dress, like bowling. I mean she's yes. huge. And she's just like oh, I love no. to yes, bowl. No, I mean, she,
0: she's an Olympic man. She's a male <laughs> Olympic athlete. I mean, what do you expect her to be? I mean yeah, she's big and awkward. It's just, it's, it's and, and I, you know, like I said, I don't give a fuck. Live your life however you want. But but don't blame me if I look at you and think that you look awkward in high heels. You just don't look like you're comfortable. You look like you should be putting on your track shoes again that you're ordering with
2: a <laughs> And she And she's so broad-shouldered. And she's wearing this, like, cocktail dress. But she's got, like, you know, the, the V of a of a, a masculine body of someone who's in shape. And, uh, yeah. and, and she's sitting there just like, I love bowling. And she's got this weird voice. Well, that's that's part of the problem is, you know, sometimes
0: like some of the trannies I've run across actually in real life that I've, you know, met or talked to them, like some of them will like change their voice to kind of fit their new image or body that they're trying to project when they become a female. I don't think Bruce or Caitlin has gotten that medal yet because she's still using Bruce's voice from 1976, you know, so it's very bad along with the awkwardness of looking like a 12-year-old girl that has on, you know, stripper heels that are too big. she doesn't know how to walk in, them, to walk in just, them yeah it's just very uncomfortable for the viewer you know what i mean it's just like oh that just that just looks uncomfortable
2: why don't you put on a comfortable pair of shoes sweetie in in one candid moment on the uh on the trailer the teaser here she's cruising around with a bunch of uh transgender people in the bus and they're they're all sitting around having a talk and they're like so caitlin are, are you going to date men or women now and she's like Well, I've already dated women, I think I might as well try men. (laughs) <laughs> You're just like, God, this is so creepy. I mean, it's creepy. It, it is kind of like a, like Frankenberry, you know? It's just it's weird. Frankenhooker. I don't know if you've seen yeah, that, I, mean, that's that what, I, I
0: don't remember the cereal Frankenberry, but it had the pink Frankenstein on it. It was part of the Blueberry and Count Chocula line of uh, uh, General Mills cereals. And and that's, that's what I, like when I see Frankenberry in the grocery store at the cereal aisle, I automatically go, that's Caitlyn Jenner. And it, apparently, people were very upset by that. But I mean, I'm sorry. That's what I see when I see the Frankenberry box, and it just it jumps out at me because it's usually the Wheaties box, and then too far from there. And I go, you know, Bruce used to be on that, but this looks more like Bruce looks now on the Frankenberry cover. So yeah,
2: you know. it's disturbing. It's it's very disturbing. I did. Did you watch uh, the 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 opening monologue of the, of the uh, Golden Globes with Ricky Gervais? No, I I don't think I've watched the Golden Globes or an Oscars in probably twenty years. So yeah, I, I don't watch that either. But you'll see, like uh, you know, pe- uh, like different websites and blogs were showing like the just the monologue of Ricky Gervais because he, he, he you know he pisses off a lot of people because sure. he makes a lot of off color jokes. But anyway, he was he was making a joke about Caitlyn Jenner that just was so awkward. Like some people laughed, but most people didn't. But he was talking right. about how like Caitlyn Jenner, you know, time. Uh, woman of the year or whatever um did right. so much for to to open up awareness about transgender people but she didn't do all that much for women drivers and, and, and did, did you hear Whoa, about yeah, that like uh, <laughs> well exactly and like a lot of people are like oh but yeah, it's true though i mean you you do realize like she killed a woman like yeah, she drove yeah, right, into right a woman Yeah, it
0: was before,
2: it was about the same time
0: that Bruce was announcing he was now Caitlyn. I think it was in that exact same time, like within a week or so of his big announcement. I remember right. It was like last summer.
2: He claimed he was being chased by paparazzi, but he like rear-ended a lady, knocked her into oncoming traffic, and she died in a head-on collision. Yeah. So, I mean, and he totally got off. I don't even think he got fined for it.
0: Yeah, I don't know if it, it might even still be in the court proceeding. I think there's probably a lawsuit if if you didn't get it charged criminally, but I think there's a civil lawsuit coming up. But, yeah, I mean, it's just – that's a great joke. And, it, you know, people – you know, again, people fucking in this day and age, you know, oh, I can't laugh at that. That's insensitive. When, in fact, most of them inside were going, that's a fucking pretty funny joke.
2: Oh, it was pretty funny. I mean, could you imagine if you were driving around uh, wearing a dress you got from the uh, the Fashion Bug Plus and uh, you rear-ended a woman and she died, you'd probably be in jail. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'd be sitting in jail with my dress on, probably, <laughs> is what I would be doing. <laughs> and being very popular. All right, still, <laughs> yeah. um... Maybe we should do one more. Let's see if we got, I think we got time for one more. You said out one about uh, the challenger. I haven't thought about the challenger in a long time.
4: Hey, look, it's the 30th anniversary of the
2: Challenger space shuttle disaster,
4: but I don't know why some schools still insist on being named after Krista McAuliffe. I mean, frankly, she wasn't a very good astronaut. After all, she had only one space mission in her entire life, and for lack of a better term, she completely blew it. Anyway, she was no Captain Kirk. So where are the schools bearing his name? He successfully completed hundreds upon hundreds of missions, and yet his shitty support staff consisted of a lazy black broad, some autistic asshole with pointy ears, and an incompetent gay Chinaman, all of whom no doubt got hired because of affirmative action. But that's another story. Anyway, look, all I'm saying is that naming a school after someone with a win-loss record of 0 for 1 is setting the bar pretty fucking low. Yeah, I'm sure we have some other schools that are named after other undeserving folks, but at least schools named after President William Taft are named after a 300-pound man who once got stuck in the White House bathtub.
2: <laughs> Why? Well, I, I didn't even know that about Taft. See, I'm a history. I, I, I give history lessons on the show. That's what I do. Yeah, people are actually learning something from this episode. Um, you, yeah. you know, it's funny you mention uh, that, you know, a lot of references or jokes that you make. People have no idea who these people are. Um, this was this, this astronaut, the captain of the Challenger. Uh, and, and the Challenger is that space shuttle that blew up, like, what, 30 years ago? 1986 it's all over the news this
0: year I I didn't remember the year until I saw it on the news but yeah
2: this this week they're celebrating like the 30th anniversary of its explosion you know most of the listeners and uh, women I have sex with have never even heard of the challenger
0: Right. <laughs> yeah well because the women you're having sex with are under the age of 30 <laughs> so,
2: all right women I'd know. like to have sex with but no I mean both <laughs> you're having look when you're having sex with minors the chances <laughs> are they're not gonna know what the challenger is but but i like the idea of you going to the bar and trying to hit on a girl that's like 24 years old and bringing up the challenger like that's the topic of conversation have you done that have you is that your pickup line no but it sounds like it might be my it, it sounds like it could possibly work because i'll maybe think that i'm real acting you know, like real
0: smart and intellectual and i know a lot about history so maybe they'll, <laughs> maybe they'll actually fall for because they are falling for my other shit i can assure you of that <clears throat> but yeah, Crystal McAuliffe, beyond the point he made that she was uh, you know, part of that space crew for the space shuttle, she was the first teacher. She was, a, she was a teacher of, I think she was an elementary school teacher or something, because and, and that, that was a space shuttle where they were taking some normal people from normal walks of society and putting them on a crew with other astronauts and, but they, you know, they have to go through some of the astronaut space training before they got you yeah, know, uh, cleared right. to go on the mission. But she was a school teacher, and that's why And after her death, there's a school actually here, an elementary school in Bay City called Krista McAuliffe Elementary School. And I see these schools all over the state, and all, you know, all over the country, there's several schools named. After her, so it's like you know. After that, her only claim to fame was exploding in a space <laughs> shuttle. So I don't, I don't understand why that's school name worthy, but whatever. I don't make
2: the decisions in this country. Yeah, I know you question uh, our our choice of heroes here. You know who to yeah. who to lionize in the name of a school, the name of a school after them. Um, yeah, that's weird. Like why why don't they just like uh, name like Bernie Gets Elementary in New Jersey or New York? You know.
0: Right. I mean, he had a longer run than Krista McCulloch in terms of fame. I mean, Krista I mean, mcculloch he never really heard about until a few weeks before. Oh, she's a teacher. She's going up in space. She's the first teacher to go up in space. Well, Bernie Getz I heard about for a whole year when he was blowing people away on the subway in New York. So, yeah. I mean, he had a much longer run of fame than McCulloch ever did. So, he'd be just as deserving as
2: she would. Yeah, I'm so, I mean, all she really did was uh, is get blown up in the space shuttle. You know, do you? How old were you back then? Like eighty? Well, eighty-six. You would have been in like what a freshman high school. I was, I was a freshman in high school, and I remember. I don't you know. I don't remember the date, but I rem-
0: until this week they brought it up in the news. I remember sitting. I was in a current events class at the time this happened, and there was a great guy. I forget who the fuck it was. He was an upperclassman, and they used to have to back in those days. Now they probably have plasmas or LED TVs right in the fucking rooms. But back then there were only a couple TVs in the whole school and they were on these big tall dolly carts and they were the real the the boxy TVs you know the big heavy fucking TVs so they put them on this really boxy cart to move them down you know to move them to room to room whichever room needed them for whatever hour and plug them in and you watch them well at the time uh this I was in current events class and somebody had heard the teacher or something got word that this had happened so she had one of the this kid that was like a, he was like a student aide. He, he took a student aid class for an hour or somewhere he got a credit but he helped out the teachers around the school he went down to the AV room and grabbed this cart with the TV on it and rolled it into the room and I'll never forget it uh it was it was fucking classic it was it was, it, it fucking made me laugh like shit but he he rolls the thing into the room and they're going to plug this thing in to to watch the space shuttle coverage after this thing uh, because it was just going to go up in the air. They were just about ready to launch it because it was during the school day that they were launching it. Yeah, yeah. So he rolls it, in, rolls it in to watch it. The minute they plug it in and turn it on, the thing's already been launched a few seconds before that. The minute they turn it on, it's like it's been on for three seconds. The thing fucking blows up in midair. <laughs> and everybody's, everybody's like, going, what? What was the reaction Were people like Oh yeah Everybody was fucking Going what the fuck <laughs> like, We didn't really know What happened at first However the kid In the The kid who rolled The TV in Obviously He caught on quicker Than the rest of us As to what just uh, What just transpired In front of us And all of a sudden He looks up It's the most Inappropriate joke With no timing You know The timing of it And everything It was probably What you would call Today way too soon But when this thing Blew up He looks up To the ceiling Of the fucking school. And all of a sudden He looks back down And he wipes off Both shoulders And goes Sorry But I just got Some of the shovel on me." <laughs> <So laughs> you know And was, I started Fucking laughing Inappropriately and, and, and the teacher Didn't know how To fucking react to it But it was the, It was the greatest Too
2: soon joke And it was also Started with You know Just good timing non-verbal. Impeccable yeah, was, timing Oh, so it's unbelievable. So when the Challenger blew up, did did Gordon McGalky stop rubbing your shoulders because he was just shocked, or did he continue rubbing your shoulders throughout? Well, he was rubbing my shoulders, but at the same
0: time, I felt something poking me in the butt, and it wasn't his hands because both of his hands were under my
2: shoulders, my trapezius muscle. <laughs> did did McGulky teach the current events class? No, unfortunately, because if he did, that would have been fantastic. Uh, but
0: and, and this was my freshman year. He didn't quite get. He didn't get arrested until my sophomore year. So he was still there and hadn't been caught yet. But no, there was a lady, I want to say her name was Mrs. Keenan and she was kind of clueless. You know, she drank coffee and smoked, I think she even smoked cigarettes right in the room back when you could do that. Now, these pussies nowadays, shit, you couldn't fucking smoke within 10 miles of a school. But uh, I think she'd sit at her desk smoking and drinking coffee at the time and she was kind of clueless After the time. I think she had some bourbon in her coffee.
2: <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I've talked to people um, who were in like elementary school when they, when they, they had like full assemblies. Like they would, you know, they had, like, all the kids from all the grades go into, like, the uh, the assembly room and watch the Challenger, you know, launch on TV, and then all of a sudden the thing blows up, and they're all like, okay, well, back to class now.
0: Yeah, I mean, they didn't know how to... I mean, it was they were taken aback. They didn't really know how to react or what to say or what to yeah. do with the kids. They didn't know if they should leave the coverage on, if it was disturbing or if they should turn the TV off. It was... But the, the, this kid, I'm telling you, he, he broke the fucking ice <laughs> with his nonverbal and just inappropriate remark
2: about the space shuttle. Now it was within two seconds of the thing fucking exploding. I hope that kid's like a famous comedian now. I do too. I mean, yeah. he he inspired
0: some of my comedy over the years. I can assure you of that. I mean, it's... Uh, certainly uh i think had some sort of effect on me through the years but uh i don't know if everybody else caught on and saw the genius in it i certainly
2: did it wasn't
0: doug warsaw Uh, no doug (laughs) i I, doug Doug was in one of those other classes you know the, the class
2: where they keep all the crayons there's like a class where there's a lot of crayons and helmets i was about to say how many classes did you have with dougie I didn't have any. I never had him in <laughs> class. In fact, he was I think he was a year older than me, but he was a year behind me in school. So. You know what's funny about that is Dougie actually was still in high school when I was in high school. So he was like, what, 24 at that point?
0: I mean, he could he buy was, for us. I think, yeah, I don't know when he officially graduated. I don't know when they, what date is marked or year is marked on his official diploma. But yeah, I think he was uh, probably there a little longer than some of the rest of us.
2: Yeah, I think he was at least twenty three or twenty four because I I know we had him buy for us on more than one occasion. So oh, yeah, I well that's
0: that's what you know that's what the older guy that gets held back eight times is good for.
2: <laughs> on that note, Steele, uh, th- thanks for another segment of uh, Fistful of Steel. I uh, do you have a big plan? I want to let you you know have time to go uh, celebrate your your Saturday night here. <laughs> Don't want to take up the whole fucking evening. Uh, what well, what are the plans? You going to the VU? Uh, no, I will be going back to the dorm room and being recluse. I'm, I'm kind of like Ted
0: Kaczynski, except I don't, I, 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 I'm such a recluse nowadays that I'm kind of like Ted Kaczynski, except, Work, uh, except that I don't have the bomb making skills.
2: Are you still uh, writing up a manifesto? you still working on the manifesto?
0: Oh, I have a lot of manifestos. I think if I, if I combine all my rants into one manifesto, it would be fantastic. I think, I mean, I certainly, he, I think, what, type 35,000 words in his manifesto? Yeah. I
2: think I've gotten that beat by a long run with a bunch of disdain <laughs> and loathing of other people. It's, it's all in there. All right. Well, uh, I'm looking forward to uh, hearing it. Uh, until next time, Seal, take it easy. And, uh, yeah, talk to you soon. All right. Later. can make this Valentine's Day
3: one that you'll both never forget with this amazing offer from adamandeve.com. Through Valentine's Day, you'll receive 50% off just about any item. Just go to adamandeve.com and you'll find over 18,000 adult entertainment products, including toys, lingerie, and a seemingly endless selection of adult DVDs. And there's more. With every order, you'll receive our romance kit free. Our romance kit includes a toy for him, a special massager for her, and a little something we know you'll both enjoy, plus a free adult DVD to put you in the mood. And that's not all, oh no, we'll also throw in free shipping on your entire order. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special Valentine's offer. Get 50% off one item, a free romance kit, and free shipping when you enter offer code DIDDLE. D-I-D-D-L-E.
2: That's diddle at adamandeve.com. So we got a few phone calls to get to. 206-666-3846 is that number. Um, so what, what are the first... I didn't even give you an order to play these calls. Mm. What do we have here? I think... Um, weird Japan dinner party. Yeah, yeah. Let's play that one. Here's the first call about a weird Japan dinner party.
6: Gee Harrison... I've called in before. I think I called in about um, Mexican uh, goats raping pigs. Which yeah, I remember fun. that. I have to put it on the air. And I also called about uh, my friend who liked to kick people. Uh, well, he like to a girl who asked him to kick her in the box. Mm. But being that I don't want to go over three minutes, I'll keep it. Uh, Actually, Harrison probably has kicked a couple twats here in his day, I
2: imagine. I haven't. Have you right, actually have you actually done? you ever kicked a girl in the batch? No. Would um, you, if she asked you?
3: I, I probably would. I mean, I'd be a little nervous because I don't want to, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I mean, uh, how
2: much force do you use? I mean, I like,
3: I like slapping
2: a girl. Have you ever the- closed-fisted punched a girl? Like in the face? During no. sex, not I'm not saying like, no. not the girls like, you know, working mm. for you on the street. I'm, just, I'm <laughs> saying like the girl, like during sex, you know, I've mm. had girlfriends that mm. like to be slapped, but that's another mm. thing too. Yeah. How no. hard do you slap? Do you leave a mark? Depends on, you, you got to just get
3: into the groove of the, you know, with the partner. So it depends on the girl. That's why a lot of these things don't work with fucking one night stands.
2: You know what I mean? Because well, you don't know the person. You gotta, yeah. You got to learn these things. It takes time. But how often with a one night stand have you ever been like, just kick me in the vagina as hard as you can?
3: How, how often have I ever said that?
2: <laughs> no, <laughs> Every time. <laughs> I don't know why my
3: one-night stands keep going so badly. <laughs> you know? the fuck? Doesn't even get to the sex part. Yeah. All right.
6: I'm in Japan. Of course, Japan's got a real sick side. I don't want you to get into some weird racist thing when you go, oh, Japan's so fucked up. Because it's not. You know, there's a lot of normal parts about Japan, too. But I'm in uh, Yokohama Station right now. There's women everywhere. Beautiful, beautiful women wearing short skirts. So, you know, don't knock it. Uh, I know Aaron Harrison was here recently, uh, hanging with the wrong people. But, uh, okay, to be, to be succinct, uh, basically...
3: I was hanging with a guy who was who basically a fugitive from justice from Sweden who uh, was wanted for copyright violation for his role in the Pirate Bay.
2: Oh, really? So he's, he's just really? waiting
3: out the statute of limitations on that. and, and, then, then and then Why don't they just come and
2: get him in Japan?
3: Because it's not worth it. It's not worth it for that. the amount the of money it would cost. To, yeah, it's not worth it.
2: Or weren't you hanging out with the, uh, one of the podcast listeners? I forget his name. Johnny? It's the guy who he does another podcast. Yeah, Got yeah. Faded. Got Faded, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, guy's another, that guy's another sketchy character. He didn't seem that sketchy. No, he's a good guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. But didn't he take you around all sorts of different Yeah, I, w- I
3: would be pretty clueless, without. to be honest, without that guy. Because if you go there and you don't know anybody, like you literally are yeah, wandering Yeah, no, it's pretty cool. Like Especially that jackass. guy's lived there for a long time. Yeah, so.
6: This person I know was at a dinner party and this woman was telling everybody how much she loved her chihuahua. Just, oh, chihuahua daisuke, oh, chihuahua. She's like, I love my chihuahua, oh, kawaii, oh, so cute. And um, she wanted to show everyone just how much she loved them, so she started to blow her dog at a dinner
3: party. Whoa. So, kawaii. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that, buddy.
2: Wow, that's, that's hard to believe. Ah. Right in front what of everybody. What is with the
3: dog? What is with the dog? What is with the everybody jerking off dogs oh, and shit. fucking yeah, blowing the dogs week. on this show every yeah, every week, single time? There was a, time. A,
2: a a teacher jerking off a dog. You know. And then this week, now this guy's at a dinner party and they're blowing dogs. I don't think this is typical behavior in Japan, though.
3: I mean, everybody's just sucking a dog's dick. It seems nowadays, everywhere I look. I'm a little jealous, yeah. actually.
6: Like not, you know, not full on like to completion, but put her the little dog pecker in his in her mouth and gave it a couple of good chomping kisses or whatever and uh yeah that's pretty sick and wrong uh, you know chew on that motherfuckers uh keep it sick keep it wrong and uh yeah uh, tucker paul says uh, lick my balls.
3: wow so how do you, wait how do you end up from being in a subway station to being at a dinner party I don't know. I was kind of I mean,
2: yeah. I think he was at a subway station. Did he lose for the, time, but I think he was talking about some things. He, he was telling a story that occurred in the past. The dinner party. Uh, okay. Okay. I think I think that's I think that's what happened there. Mm. But so you're at a dinner party and when everybody's your guests, fucking
3: everybody's fucking Damon Lindelof when they tell these stories, they're <laughs> jumping around in time. You know. Yeah,
2: but you're at a dinner party. and One of your guests starts blowing their dog. Like, mm. are you going to stop the dinner party? Are you going to say something? or Are you just going to let it happen?
3: Not if you're in a foreign
2: culture. I, I suppose yeah. I mean but it, well, let's say you had a dinner party and yeah. someone starts blowing your, your cat
3: I I would not well first of all my cat is a is, well I guess you can still do that um, no that would not be cool with me that would not be alright with that
2: you know no I think I would just be like you know what sir you were getting ejected yeah. from the you were 86 from my house Dude, from blowing animals I mean it's pretty hard to get ejected
3: from my house you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> like that's probably one of the things you'd have to do to get that out of my house <laughs> to
2: blow Harrison's cat yeah 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 I You know, people always say, like, weird Japan. Japan's so weird. Mm. It, you know, there, there are a lot of weird aspects of Japan. But I think for the most part, life is probably pretty normal, just like every other city. Mm. You know? They, they do have their quirks. But so do all cultures. Sure. But, yeah, they, you know, I think blowing a dog in any culture is a bit weird. Right. I'd be like, you know what? You're not getting any more wine tonight. I don't know. But, I mean, to be honest, what other country
3: you, get, you go, you can't even get a normal flashlight they're all fucking tentacle fleshlights. You know what I mean? That
2: is true. Come it on. Japan, yeah. The term hentai. Yeah. Uh, what do we have for the second one? All right. It's our favorite camp counselor. Oh, that this guy. guy. This guy's calling so much,
3: we should have like a theme song about, you know, Camp Retard or something, you know?
2: I forgot about that. Yeah, this guy calls so Somebody you want
3: to do a little jingle? Send it in. D. Harrison.
2: Hold on, let me put this on the speakerphone
5: so I can see the time. So it's... It's the, uh... Oh my god. Uh, camp counselor again. And, uh... I wanted to call you back. And tell you about somebody I used to work with.
3: This guy says he's, like, on the floor like David Hasselhoff eating a cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
5: not gonna tell you his real name, so I'll just call him, uh... I was calling by his real name, Doug. Um... So... Let's just say Doug was kind of special. He didn't really look that special. So, like, if you needed help from Doug and you went up to him and you asked for help, it would be kind of a surprise. He was one of those kind of people. But um, Doug was kind of interesting.
2: Wait, hold on a second. Yeah. So, Doug was special. By special, I'm assuming he means retarded. But he looked kind of special. But if you went up to him, he just always looked surprised about everything.
3: Okay. I, mean, I, that, I
2: think. Yeah, I mean, I think that would be entertaining. Mm. This is the same guy that called back when they lost the retarded guy, mm. and he turned out the retarded kid passed out on the on the, on the the toilet. Oh, yeah, okay. That was the second call. about. The, and then this he did the another third. call about the gay guy that was mm. the camp counselor. For the retards or something. For, of yeah. a retarded... Yeah. I think this guy's life revolves around camp retard. Yep. Okay.
5: Doug would, like, wear three... So we had three different uniforms different kinds of uniforms that you had to wear and he would wear like all three of them I mean Harrison might be a little more enlightened about uniforms I don't know he just seems to be like I don't know anything if he is enlightened <laughs> about uniforms or such.
2: I think Harrison likes dressing up retarded people in different uniforms that's just one of his hobbies if I had one I would do it <laughs> you know
3: <laughs> I dress run up like Need Nub you know I don't know Neen Nub a very obscure
2: Star Wars yes. character yes <laughs>
5: But sometimes you'll have like a field uniform, which is like what you wear to a banquet. And then you'll have like a uniform for your...
2: <laughs> wait a second. The banquet! <laughs> so wait. At- what, like the spaghetti dinner? What the fuck? At Camp Retard. <laughs> there's three uniforms at Camp Retard. There's the banquet uniform, and then there's, there's just the everyday uniform. Jesus
3: Christ. <laughs> The SS didn't have this many fucking uniforms.
2: <laughs> yeah, but the SS, mm. you know, they, they, did they eliminate all their, their retarded they people? They did, yeah. yeah. they didn't get to put them in camp. Well, they put them in camps, but yeah. not, uh, they, they only know. had one uniform. <laughs> they had one uniform. And it did, you know. Mm. What you're working for, and that's
5: like a polo, and then you'll have maybe like a uniform that's like a work shirt uniform. So you can like chop wood for the campfire still work at camp and not get at your uniforms dirty.
3: And then you have battle damage retard. <laughs> <laughs> this is the honestly. This is the only uh, 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 arena I have to even use the word retard anymore these days.
2: With this this show. This show. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's it's mm. kind of it's a good sanctuary for yeah. saying, saying <laughs> words that you can't say elsewhere. I guess so. So he would
5: wear just like all three of them, but he would wear like his field uniform which is the Santa and then he would wear like his polo and then he would wear a work shirt on top so it would just be like some weird kind of fucking wait, wait a second
2: this guy was well, like
5: changing
3: uniforms is difficult if well, he- you just if you have all of them on and you just strip like Superman
2: <laughs> yeah I you was about be, to say he's like Clark Kent you could go chop wood and then be at the fucking banquet and you could <laughs> so, you know he could be wearing his work uniform but his banquet uniform yeah. so this guy it must rips plan- that off and then he's got his pajamas he must plan out his day mm. You know, according to uniform, <laughs> So it's like the uniform he wears, you know, his first uniform he puts on at the banquet because that's going to be at oh 8 o'clock. God. And on top oh. of that, he's got his work uniform that he strips off. Oh, Doug. He's super retard. Mm. <laughs> and he would, I don't know, man.
5: Sometimes he would carry around like this uh, old, outdated PDA. <laughs> but he would have like shit that he wrote down in it. And it was not, like, he wouldn't write anything down, and he didn't write it down. Like, somebody wrote it down for him.
3: It was a Newton, maybe. Wait, what was remember this? The, he'd carry around a what? A PDA. Like What's a, a PDA? Remember, like, Palm Pilots? Remember oh. that shit? <laughs>
2: okay, so yeah, yeah. he had a Palm Pilot. <laughs> so he has a retard <laughs> Wearing three uniforms with a Palm Pilot. Yep. This guy's amazing. Yeah. And he would just, like, read it all
5: day, every day. And if you asked him to do work, he would just kind of, like, look at you and talk to himself for a little bit, and then he would, like... Um, like go read his
2: PDA or some shit like in the corner.
3: It's like, who are these people putting retards to work? You know what I mean? Let
2: them. You know this sounds like a retard concentration camp.
3: But they're very strong, you know. Yeah, there so is, there is strength they, for chopping yeah. wood. It'd be good, but
2: or other heavy lifting or sure, something. Yeah. But yeah, but I, yeah. I'm, if you're doing accounting or something like that, you probably don't want them to do that. No,
5: fucking weird. Anyway, um. So I mean. I fucking hated working with
2: this guy but <laughs> why I thought a... I
5: might tell you about him he's one of those interesting characters alright bye alright looking <laughs> looking <laughs>
6: <laughs>
2: it's a great ending looking back call. on this
3: story this guy may have not have been a retard at all that might be the twist here you think he might have just been I think, just, Well, he worked
2: with him why would you work you know what I mean because I think the caller might be retarded no he's, I think everybody at that camp he's just drunk. is retarded And I bet you they have, like, mildly retarded camp counselors and severely retarded campers. Oh. That's my theory. It's just a special camp. Yeah. You know? It's funny that, like, you never see horror movies taking place at, like, Camp Retard. No. Like, you know, Jason's not coming there and slaughtering a bunch of <laughs> retarded people. No, they're strong, you know? You probably don't. You probably want to avoid that. Yeah. I want to hear about more characters at Camp Retard. I do, too. These, this they're... guy is definitely probably mm. one of my favorite uh, callers.
3: Yeah, this guy's like the new Mark Maron, you know? <laughs> He's quite a storyteller. I actually kind of like yeah. him better than Mark oh, yeah. Maron.
2: I think if Mark Maron told more like, you know, comedic rants or whatever it is that he yeah. does about yeah. retarded people at camp and uniforms... I'd probably go see him more often. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, yep. More but often anyway, yeah. than never. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> well, yeah. thanks for that. Thank uh, we uh, we have time for one more call. All right.
5: Okay, I'm done. Do you hear me? I'm done. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of the sick and wrong. I'm done with it. Out the window. D. Harrison.
6: Lance Wackerly.
2: This guy sounds familiar. What is this guy? He's gotta be one of the other guys that yeah. calls in. Is it this yeah. isn't the Prius guy, is he? The Roadhead. I don't I don't I hope not. No, because that guy calls in all the time. I, Th- that you know, guy needs a
3: nickname. If too. I
2: recognize numbers like, and Count call, call in too much, the I just Duke, Duke of play Roadhead him. or something. But this guy, I don't know. Mm. But he sounds familiar. Okay. I'm done.
6: This isn't the John Steele podcast soon.
3: See, people used to learn oration from, like, you know, reading Cicero. But now, I think people just learn oration from, like, watching pro wrestling. You know? Yeah, I was about
2: to say yeah. or Donald they, Trump. That's where they get their public <laughs> the speaking Trump.
3: Skill abilities.
2: I'm turning
5: it off. All I want to hear is some rants from some racist Midwestern
6: man like me. Until you can put that on the air, I'm telling you what. Fuck the UK. Fuck the rest of the world. Midwest is best. Put your sister to the test. I want some John Steele. Absolutely.
2: Well, Steele's always had that uh that, that that fan base, that very passionate fan mm. base. Yeah. Well he I, is
3: he is the Hessian Andy Rooney. He is. Yeah. He,
2: he most certainly is. Mm. Um well I hope you enjoyed I hope you enjoyed the Fistful Steel segment today. It was extra long. So uh, you probably enjoyed it. We played four rants. So I'm mm. sure this guy, uh, sure this guy like came at
3: least four times. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I wonder if he, can, if mm. he waits till the end of the steel rant to masturbate or if he masturbates mm. after each rant, like if is he, does he wait till the end of the segment of fistful Steel, or is he masturbate throughout? Keeps
3: it going through the whole thing.
2: Yeah. Huh. I picture this guy to have like a room just full of pictures of steel. It's <laughs> like a collage on the wall. Yeah. You know what? Uh, uh not to digress too much but I remember um when my brother first came out of the closet like I was like I think I was uh, eighth grade or freshman college or mm-hmm. freshman high school freshman high school um we didn't but we didn't we kind of kept it on the DL okay like, I didn't tell too many I had my friend Kessler knew so I told him but I didn't really tell too many people but anyway we went to Lansing Michigan that's where my brother lived so my mm-hmm. brother moved away to Lansing, to, and uh, I think he was in school there, and that's when he came out because he wasn't living at home anymore. And so, we went to Lansing to go see a football game Michigan State football game, and I was with uh, my friend Kessler and another guy who didn't know that my brother's gay. And so, we go over to my brother's house to go get some drugs because mm-hmm. my brother's gonna hook us up on some weed. Yep, and he takes off to go get his get weed, and we're hanging out with his weird roommate, this like really effeminate, long haired dude, and this older man that was the, his friend. Yeah, and then they took off to go see like. I guess like a musical of Greece or something like a high school version. Of oh Greece. man. And so we're sitting there and the, just kind of hanging out. And my brother told us that his room, he recently was in the room upstairs, but people kept playing his video games all the time. So he was sleeping in this other room mm. he's like, yeah, I share a bed with uh or I, I, you know, we sleep in the room. There's two beds in there in this other guy's mm. room. So we're like, all right. So anyway, my friend goes upstairs that didn't know my brother's gate because he uses the bathroom and he, he like all of a sudden comes down. and was like, you guys got to check this out. Yeah. I was like, what? And so we go upstairs. We opened up this door to this room that had two beds in it. There obviously one of them was my brother's bed and the whole room was just dicks pictures of dicks, like collages of just dicks. Wow. Like wallpaper dicks. Right. Like throughout the whole room. Hmm. And so my friend's like, do you think your brother, like, do you think he might be gay if he could sleep in a room of dicks? And I was like, you know, that's a good question for him. Right. <laughs> Even though at the time I was like, wow, like this is kind of crazy. I mean, yeah. that's almost like psychotic. That's a little weird. Yeah. Isn't that, little... is that weird? Like yeah. if I went over to your room and it, or, you know, your house and you just had like a whole room full of vaginas. No, I'd be a murderer. You
3: know, you'd be a murderer. I'd be a
2: murderer. Yeah. But like gay dudes are just like, wow, that's cool wallpaper. Lots of cocks.
3: Well, I mean, it's kind of weird because it's like at that point, your sexual identity becomes like a major part of your identity. Where it's like, you know, like, you know, straight people or let's say cisgender people. <laughs> cisgender. Uh, don't, you know, really have. You can't be like, yep, I'm all about banging chicks. That's my whole thing. I'm all about it. You know what I mean? That You can't make that your thing, you know? I mean, you
2: could be a bro with a bunch of like, uh, you know, beer posters. Yeah, but you'd, be a, fucking, bikinis, but you'd be a fucking, you'd, yeah, yeah, you'd be a douche. You'd know, be a douche. You'd be awful. Whereas um, like, but yeah, but you can be like, you can be like, you know, Very sexualized when you're gay. You can make it your whole thing. Then that's your thing, your identity. You know, a bunch of dicks on the wall, your wallpaper. But yeah, anyway, my friend was like driving home. He's like, "Your brother's got to be gay if he's sleeping in that room." And I was like, "Yeah, you know, we should have asked him." (laughs) He was so freaked out. But whatever, we were like, you know, sophomores and freshmen in high school. I'm Dick Wallpaper signing off. <laughs> People, call the stick Hotline, 206-666-3846. Um, if you're not already listening to the show on iTunes, you know I don't really know what the fuck you're doing with your life yeah. in general. I mean, like, where are you right now? Are you Did you go to college? Do you work at, at fucking Walmart? Like, come on. Come get on, together. guys. Just go to iTunes. And if you do work at Walmart... God bless you. There's nothing or wrong with fucking, that. Fucking like listen to the show on iTunes at yeah. Walmart yep. on your iPod player. Just like, you know, subscribe, rate, comment. Leave us a good comment. We appreciate it. It does boost the visibility of the show and we, we, we do appreciate that. Also, um, I am very close to getting those t shirts out, all right? You know, this isn't a false promise. I'm not trying to fill you full of false hope. Oh, it's a holdup. It's you a know, fucking holdup now. So um, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm getting quotes back. Oh, okay. So okay, well, Once I get quotes mm. back, I'm hoping to have it in the next couple weeks. i might get in, like Valentine. it. It'd be a good Valentine's Ray. Day gift for your significant other, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so that, that's coming uh, That's coming soon. Uh, you can buy uh, Sick and Wrong merch right now at the Cafe Press stores. CafePress.com slash Sick and Wrong. Uh, finally here, Sick and Wrong Song of the Week came in via Andy. Andy sent this in. He goes, I bet D... Bumps this in his Jew Prius, probably Jew Prius. I like mm, that. You yeah. know, yeah. how does he know I don't drive a Muslim Prius?
3: That yeah, you might, yeah. You know? Is it the no? First- he he he. It's definitely a Jew Prius because he's got an imam's skull mounted on the hood. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs>
2: that's how we know a Jew Prius. Yeah. It's the it's the Muslim guy I ran mm, over. Mm. It's just, his head's just embedded in the grill. Um, anyway, the song he sent in is: Have you ever heard this guy? Nasty and the Jew Tang Clan. No. The guy sounds a lot like Harvey Firestein. Oh, God. He's rapping. He's like, Jew-Tang Clan ain't for Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's funny. It's like he says yeah. Yiddish. Uh, I'll show you the video <laughs> after we get out of here. Anyway, this is a song by Nasty, the Jew-Tang Clan. You know, I didn't know about it before, but now I'm pretty sure this is what I'm going to be bumping in my Jew Prius, especially when I drive around West Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Probably pick up some ladies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, people will be back next week with episode 518. Till then, take a sleazy. Oh,
1: Two tag clan, ain't nothing for cocktail. Two tank clan, ain't nothing for cocktail. Two tank clan, ain't nothing for cocktail. There's no place to hide, Lori, when I come inside the room. Hasma shall you shouldn't have the money you owe me. It's been two weeks. I be saying and prayin', I sham So throw up. His powers are straight, and he keeps me in our sun. And the royal says you're dead like flying guillotine, chops off the PP head. Jew in black, close my eyes, say mind, then I take the a nap. He feared no one. Oh no, here come the Jew on Shulin, thriller to the poor, eh? And... Say oi, 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 Say oi, oi, Say oi, Somebody, anybody, everybody scream. I'm too loud, let's not wake the neighbors. Milk. I won't eat bubkits. Two Tech Clan ain't nothing for copter. Slomo with a Big Mac or your busted! Two Tech Clan ain't nothing for copter. but I just might raise the
2: rent. A muskmelon. I don't think I've ever even heard of a muskmelon. Oh, they're, they're delicious in the summer. They're orange, they're juicy, they're sweet, and they feel like a pussy when you drill
0: a hole in it. <laughs> <laughs> I am just not, I have a lot of ish. That's just not even something I should be talking about openly
2: all the different i don't even do they even have is muskmelon like a michigan thing or is that a yeah yeah
0: well we have a short season it's only like usually they come in i think around july and they're usually good through july and august and then they're kind of gone but yeah there's a lot there's a lot of mel you know watermelons grow here but those are kind of shitty and then there's the uh, the uh, honeydew melon, which are those green ones, which don't really have much flavor to them. But if you get a good musk melon or cantaloupe, the orange ones on the inside, during its peak season, there's nothing more delicious. It's like... uh Candy and, from the
2: oil. What about like? Wait, so do you fuck it and then eat it, or do you have one that you eat and one that you fuck?
0: <laughs> well, I don't normally fuck the one or I don't normally eat the ones I fuck. I've never, <laughs> I've never fucked it, I've never drilled a hole in the candle and fucked it, and said, okay, I'm gonna fucking slice this up and put it in a bowl and start eating it. Once my dick goes in the muskmelon, that's it for the muskmelon. Now I may serve it to visitors if I have visitors pop in. Well, I might put out a fresh bowl of muskmelon for them. but i'm not fucking eating it because i know where my dick's been before i put it in a musk melon and it ain't something you want to fucking be eating
2: no that's that sounds (laughs) disgusting
0: it's not it's not healthy for most people i imagine